With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. What did I say was going to happen after we go back to Golden State for Game 3? Steph Curry, as much as I've I've told you the truth about him, and many Warrior fans want to, I'm going to hold my breath and be upset because I don't like that Jason says that Kevin Durant's more valuable than Steph Curry. Yeah, that's fine. But I was right. Salute. I said, thank you. What's going to happen in Game 3 and Game 4? The series is going to be over. Steph Curry is going to have four days to sit and hear about how disappointing he is, mm-hmm. how the Rockets are going after him defensively, and he's got that time to just sit there and stew about it. And Steve Kerr has four days to get the Warriors back to playing how they should play defensively, which they lost in Game 2. Like, we were happy to get the one, and now we're going to go home and go up 3-1. I said Steph Curry is going to go play like gangbusters, and he's going to go for 35 in Game 3 and 35 in Game 4, and the Warriors are going to win both games and blow us. They're going to win each game by 20 points. Well, the one thing I was wrong about so far was the Warriors didn't win by 20, won by 41. 
So that's enough for two games. Though, that's right? enough. That's enough for two games. So I, I guess I could take credit for. I didn't think about that. That went by forty-one. That's there fair. you go. Steph goes for thirty-five. Heats up in the sec in the third and fourth quarter when they put the game away. And this is what we're going to get. For everybody who said, oh, it's a series with the Rockets winning game two, we told you it's not a series unless the Rockets can win. It's not. It's just not over. But we, we can't tell you, I couldn't tell you it's a series because the Warriors get a split and they're going home tied at one apiece. It becomes a series if the Rockets can get one of those two games. That's when it becomes a series. It went from it's over to, well, it might not quite be over. Instead of a 0% chance, we're at like a 15 or 20% chance for the Rockets. But now we're way back down because if they can't win game four, I mean, they're cooked. I mean, they're cooked anyway, but man, they're how to come back from this when they got to play another game on the road. They got no home court. They have nothing going their way in the next game. Figure out how to get some consistency. Both their, their key players. Chris Paul and James Harden had horrible games. Uh, that hadn't happened during these playoffs where they were both awful. You've had one or the other, and that's been the criticism even in the wins is wringing the hands and saying, well, last round James Harden shot 40%. Bang the drum on that a bunch. Not playing particularly well here. Better defense this last time out. And, you know, you needed that sense of urgency. And, and we talked about it a lot last week. We talked about it, Dan Byer and I, on Sunday, is you get into these playoffs and just keep going down and looking at the number of big blowout games that you've had. You're just trying to find motivation on a game-to-game basis, wondering who's going to show up and what kind of level of intensity you're going to get. And if it's a blowout after the first quarter, our team's just sending up the white flag and saying, ah, we'll, we'll play another day. Aha, touche, you got me, kind of thing. So when we're looking at this Rockets team, they, they got blown out from the jump, and it was never competitive. And now the questions of Mike D'Antoni, his system, and his players' ability to respond to adversity certainly being challenged. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca, that's Twitter. At How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Just over a minute left to go. Cleveland still with an 11-point lead over the Boston Celtics, and they have the basketball. So, again, it looks like we'll be talking about a 2-2 series going back to Boston coming up next. Uh, One bit of note, we have to say this. It's not going to make him very happy because I think we really jinxed him. A couple minutes ago when I whispered, I said, Frostburg is worried. Walker Bueller hasn't given up a hit yet. Yeah. Uh, just gave up a home run. Oh. So you fifth inning. It! Well, but if you're going to do it, do it in style. <laughs> the Rockies and the Dodgers are now tied at one apiece. But Frostburg, you got to, I mean, you still owe me because we swept the Diamondbacks for you this weekend. First off, I don't owe you anything. You owe me a lot. Nope. And second <laughs> of all, it's dollar Dodger dog night. So That's it doesn't true. matter how many home runs they give up. Hey, I'm being quite honest with you with this. I, I'm not lying. You know, one every year, you know, people say, okay, if you could go to any sporting event one year, what would it be? And people say, well, I'd go to the Kentucky Derby. Some would say, I'd go to the Preakness. I'd go to the Belmont, see a Triple Crown. Uh, I'd go to the Super Bowl. I'd go to the – no, no, no. You know what I would go? I would go tonight to Dodger Stadium for Dollar Dodger Dog Night. Is that so you could eat five at a time? I, I, or is that to go patrol the I mean, bathrooms Dodger, and watch how bad this gets? No, yeah, Dodger, they smell like the Mets. I no, mean. no, no. Dodger dogs are so good. And I would spend all day not eating. So I get to that game, I would make a run at 10. I could make a run at 10. I could have two every two innings. With chili and cheese or without? Oh, no, with cheese, definitely. Not with chili, but with cheese, definitely. Yeah. What with cheese it was cheese original Tommy's chili. Oh, oh, I probably couldn't do 10. I can make a run at seven or eight with Tommy's. 
Oh, that's so Your good. Your stomach would explode. Oh, yeah, that's no. not good for anybody. Does not feel sick. Dodger dogs are so good. They're so good. Still a hot dog. Oh, I would. I mean, dollar Dodger dog night. Are you kidding? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Cavaliers do exactly as we said they were going to do. The old adage always says, and you hear this a lot, well, series doesn't begin until a team loses on their home floor. Uh, you know, okay, sometimes. But you know what? Sometimes doesn't matter. Because you know what? Neither team is going to lose on their home floor in this series. And we haven't seen it. The Celtics have won easily over the Cavaliers on their home floor. The Cavaliers have won easily over the Celtics. The Celtics are undefeated at home this year, which does put a lot of pressure on them because you feel if they lose a game at home, they're cooked because they've only won once on the road, and that was an overtime victory over the Philadelphia 76ers. So you think, well, if they lose one game, that's a lot of pressure. No, no, no. I Give me the home games. Give me the home games when everybody plays well, when everybody gets at it. And the thing is, the Celtics played a little bit better in the second half. Everybody got involved. They're starting five all, finishing double figures. But, look, you can't stop the Cavaliers when they shoot 61% from the floor, and that's what they did for the first half. And that's what happens. The Cavaliers, the other Cavs, all play better at home. They do. It's that easy. The team doesn't have to win. They don't have to. That's why the Celtics still going to win this series. Dominant wins by the Celtics on their home floor. Dominant win by the Cavs, but the Celtics have one more. That's going to be your difference. Best of three. So, as we've been discussing, uh, are we just printing money and doing little else in these playoff series as we roll through? Uh, you, you look at this game tonight, they shot lights out, as you said, first half, and then really got sloppy with the basketball. Got cute. Uh, Cavaliers complacent, let Boston hang around, and then suddenly they had to sweat a little bit. But it never got to the point where there was that edge of my seat. This is a lead that's really going to get blown, right? You have those moments, and we certainly did it a lot during the NCAA tournament. We've done it in past playoff runs this year mostly for the NBA it's blowout after blowout after blowout you're waiting for someone to claw back you want them fighting and clawing for that ever sure we're not seeing it for the Celtics they've been so dominant at home now it's the curiosity though of how they respond game five right still a young team still a a mostly I mean you got Al Horford your KG veteran on this squad but otherwise (laughs) you got a lot of guys that even in terms of playoff lives are still pretty green, one or two years, maybe three in the league. So it'll be curious to see how they respond. And, you know, do you take the the little bit of moral victory that you played better in the second half? No, you still suck defensively, terribly. And I, I don't know that suddenly having the Boston fans and seeing more green in the stands is enough to fix as badly as they've played these last two games, whether doubt creeps in at any any point. A lot of it is about confidence level, and it's about making the right plays. Like, I saw twice tonight the Celtics on plays where the ball is going out of bounds under their own basket, try to save the ball right back to the middle of the floor. It's like it's like the old adage of, you know, don't clear the ball up the middle right? Right. If in, in, in any sport. And LeBron, one time it was J.R. Smith that caught it, and one time LeBron caught it because he's standing under the hoop and he just puts it in for an easy layup. Ball's going out of bounds. I'm going to throw it back in right under our hoop. And it's like, you, you know not to do that. You know, the Celtics, you know. I'm not, telling you what, now yeah, that gambling's coming to every state, you're going to be asking a lot of questions <laughs> about plays like that in the future. You no, know, all the, the, quote, dumb plays – 
are going to be scrutinized on a whole other level. Well, we but, have well, we have two scores on the screen: the score of the game and then the score with the spread. With the spread, yeah, you, know? you have to. It's one eleven, one hundred two, but it's really one eleven, one hundred nine and a half. Well, know? underneath it, we'll just say: remember the range of the betting window this this week. The point spread moved two and a half points. <laughs> Plus. Uh, Plus or minus one point. That's right. I mean, J.R. Smith would end every game with a half-court shot if that would happen. That is possible. Every single game. I'll tell you what. He started looking like you know Philip Seymour Hoffman with a few of the shots he was chucking up. Yeah, he, he had a couple of threes early, and then he got a big cute. He had a nice uh, inbounds play off the back of a Celtics player to end the half. Missed the shot. But it certainly yeah. made his feet. Well, but yeah. it was it was a nice move though. The yeah. fact that he got it to pop off the back high enough that he could just catch and release was pretty good. But it doesn't matter. Tonight for J.R. Smith because we talked about Kyle Korver being the difference maker, right? Cavaliers are now eight and one in the playoffs when Kyle Korver scores ten or more points, and they're two and four when he doesn't. So he obviously is the guy they have to stop. And he had a lot of wide open shots. He had a couple shots that were kind of contested, but he's been getting his shots, and that happens when your team plays at home. Tristan Thompson was good tonight, thirteen and twelve. He shot well. George Hill shot well. These guys aren't having games like this in Boston. They're not. It would take a superhuman effort. Here's how the Cavaliers would win in Boston, right? If you want to know how it would happen. LeBron would have to go off, and I mean 45 points. And not, tonight was 44, 5, and 3. They made him one-dimensional because you know, he, he just scored tonight, but that turned out to be enough because they shot so well from the floor. They wound up finishing shooting over 50%. But for the Cavaliers to win in Boston, it would have to be a game where LeBron goes crazy, 45, 12, and 10, and Kevin Love goes nuts behind him for like 25 and 15. Well, but that's the kind, and I can't see Kevin Love having that kind of game in Boston. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline, a man who last yes. week said, hey, Cavaliers are going to play that bad defense. I can give you 15 up-downs. And give you great play if they don't want to play defense. He is NBA champion, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio, NBA analyst Karan Butler. Karan, I guess the Cavs are listening to you now. They tied the series up. They're playing harder. Hey, listen, sometimes you got to say what you got to say to get them, you know, inspired <laughs> to play the best and be the best version of themselves. And that's exactly what we saw tonight. Hey, I put that out there. It was you. I mean, they turned things around after you said you could stop. Because we had Meta World Peace on the show a couple nights after you, and he said, I could give you two up-downs. That's it. So I'm like, okay. So now I know you're the best choice. Hey, man, listen. I, I, I was excited, you know, to see other guys just step up, you know, especially in game three. And then you saw the same thing. Kyle Corver came out shooting at a, 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 a high clip. You also saw J.R. Smith. He was efficient in his minutes. Tristan Thompson was playing extremely aggressive, doing exactly what he's signed on to do. And then LeBron James just did LeBron things, you know, took over the game from an offensive uh, standpoint. And he was just more physical than everyone else, and I feel like everybody else followed. And let's give a lot of credit to uh, Hill. You know, George Hill did an excellent job of just penetrating and being solid, and that's exactly what you need from him. The others was huge. I mean, huge, the last two games home in Cleveland. All right, so how do they trick to these these guys on Wednesday to believe they're still playing in Cleveland uh, to keep that intensity up, particularly when you look at Tristan Thompson, the way he ran the floor, Karan? Yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, you did exactly what you're supposed to do. You won two home games. 
You know, but if I'm Boston, I'm feeling really good. You know, Morris got into foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brown was struggling in the first half to get into a rhythm. Tatum also. Uh, LeBron had seven turnovers. You know, a lot of things had to go really well. He was 17 for 28 from the field, which is not a good thing because he scored the basketball and he's extremely efficient. But I'm looking at the film and the tail of the tape. If I'm Brad Stevens, I'm showing these guys, look, we have to limit these opportunities from Kyle Korver. you got to close out to him. And you see Baines get out to him with the left-hand block in the fourth quarter. That kind of stops some momentum. These are the things that we're talking about in the film session going forward. And I feel like if they buy into that, they can get a home win, game five, and really put some pressure on the Cavs going into game six. How likely is that? Like, you ballpark it to me that you think they can they can actually win on the road where Boston has been undefeated so far this postseason. Yeah, well, that's the – like, if you're if you're a leader of men, which Brad Stevens is, you have to sell them on that. You know, my, my main thing right now would be, you know, obviously take care of the matter at hand and win at home, which haven't been a problem yet in this postseason because they're enthused, they're rallied, they're all riled up, TD Garden is going crazy, and they feed off that energy and that momentum and that vibe. But on the road is where the problems exist. And if, if I'm Brad Stevens, I go in there and I tell him, look, hey, hey guys, I know we're not going to win this game on the road. Manipulate them. Play mind games with them. I know we're not going to win this game on the road because you guys never bring it. And have them out there, you know, being a better version of themselves and, and, and going after loose balls, doing all the huge things that's little things that can get you over the hump. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. Uh, happy to have our teammate with us. Uh, excited each and every Sunday to, as as Dan Byer and I uh, flip the proverbial assist to Chris Maddox and Karan Butler, NBA uh, for quite a while, NBA champion at Real Tough Juice, where you find him on Twitter, 9 to 12 Pacific time each Sunday, 12 to 3 Eastern, uh, you get the basketball goodness. Karan, we go to the Warriors and Rockets, and James Harden struggling a bit in he, here in Game 3. Suddenly all those questions about Steph Curry's injury had to go to the wayside, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he started making shots. You know, I felt like this was a, a series that could have went either way. I thought it was give-take until Steph Curry got involved to start making shots. You know, um, he was uh, a little bit better than the ordinary or average player, you know, to say the least. He still was, you know, a guy that you had to, you know, pay a lot of mm-hmm. respect and give a lot of attention to. But once he got into that third quarter and started making shots, getting airspace, escape dribbling, and then he started dancing with the basketball, hit you with the shimmy shake. Right. I mean, I was just like, I felt bad for the Rockets because that's a bad sign. Kevin Durant is already in the rhythm, shooting at a high percentage. Draymond Green is playing excellent basketball, being a point forward, distributing the ball. Klay Thompson knocking down shots, being the shot maker that he is. And then now you don't tell me that Steph Curry is going to get into a flow? (laughs) Man, cancel Christmas. It's it's a wrap. You cannot (laughs) let that young fella get hot. It's a wrap. All right, Karan, fill in the blank for me here. The Rockets can win game four if. If if they send an Uber to <laughs> Steph Curry and it reroutes him from Oracle. Nicely done. Here, we're going to take you for a tour of the new facility. Like Celtic Pride, right? That movie's yeah, no, that's Celtic it. Pride. That's how they kidnapped him. They took him in a, in, a, in a taxi somewhere. It's time for that one to be redone, Karan. What do you think? <laughs> hey, listen, that's the only way that you disturb that rhythm because he is hot. He is on fire. <laughs> 
Hey, Karan, something that we, we talk about here, we're going to get into in a few minutes, is you know, here's another night, and it's another not close playoff game. We've had a lot of them in the postseason. Is that a danger? For you, for the NBA, you know, look at all these playoff games. But you know, if we keep seeing blowout after blowout, that 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 really hurts the product, doesn't it? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, listen, you know, it's, it's it's two teams that everybody really wanted to see, and it's legitimately probably uh, you know what three really really good teams that's going to be right there or have a realistic shot at winning a title. Obviously, the Golden State Warriors, the Houston Rockets. San Antonio Spurs, if healthy, and then any team that LeBron James is on on the Eastern Conference. So, and that's exactly what you're seeing. Brad Stevens done an excellent job with the Boston Celtics. It's a chess. It's a chess game. It's not checkers. People are making adjustments. They're running guys off shots. They're playing the player tendencies, and that's why you see blowouts because the sense of urgency changes. People are not in the regular season mode no more, and people have to make adjustments. Today, it was an excellent game. Game of adjustments. Boston fought hard to get back into it. It wasn't a blowout game. If I'm Boston, I go back extremely confident because a lot of things could have went our way. This technical errors, you know, uh, mishaps on offense, you know, giving up some things on the defensive end, and then a little foul trouble from some of your key guys. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And joining us now from the queue, a man who was very busy. We just watched him on NBA TV in a wonderfully colorful shirt. Oh, yeah. Get to ask question after question in the post-game press conference. Although I don't know if he got one into LeBron James. It's oh, Mr. Cleveland, WHBC, drive time 3-7 to seven in Ohio. Nobody better to talk to after the Cavaliers than Kenny Rhoda. What's happening, Ken? Uh, the Cavaliers uh, held serve, so we've got a, a three-game series, and the first team to two is going to go to the NBA Finals. So uh, we'll see how this plays out with Boston having home court advantage the rest of the way, guys. You know, I really thought tonight was your night because you know with the whole thing with LeBron. You know, when you asked a question last year, it became a a big topic after one of the playoff games, and you were all over the place watching on TV today. Ty Lue, you got in like four questions to Tristan Thompson. I thought tonight was going to be your night with LeBron. Yeah, you know, me too, but, uh, you know, all I can do is raise my hand and wait to be called upon, but uh, I guess tonight wasn't uh, uh, the night, so we'll, we'll see if uh, the next uh, home game, which will be game six that I'll be at, if that might be the night. That could be the night the Cavs wrap this one up uh, if they're able to get a win in game five uh, against Boston. So uh, we'll see. Again, it's not about me. I just come here, do my job, and uh, wait to be called on. And uh, it was a good win, good game. But 44 in a must-win game from LeBron James. I think most people in Cleveland just come to expect that from him, but it's not easy to do that, guys, even though I think for the sixth time this postseason he's posted a 40-point game now. So uh, he is the best in the world. You can have your James Hardens. You can have your Kevin Durant. I'll take LeBron James 10 times out of 10 over any of those guys. It's funny, Kenny. We were just talking about the fact that it's uh, the quiet <laughs> 44, if you can call it that, just based on the contributions of other players because we know LeBron's going to give you a baseline stat Stat, stat stuffing box score, right? So the fact right. that you're getting motivated play from others, Corver hitting the shots. I love the pictures that they're showing of a 22-year-old Corver trying to guard 18-year-old LeBron James and everything. But <laughs> the, the biggest question I'd be asking all these guys is, how do you convince yourself psychologically that you're still playing in Cleveland when you go back to Boston so you don't have another lay-out-down lay effect like you did in Game 2? That's a great point, and... Uh... 
I asked Tristan Thompson that question. How do you take this on the road? The aggressiveness that we saw. Uh, Ty Lue talked about how Boston gooned it up in Boston. He needs mm-hmm. his team to be more physical. They were in these last two games. Tristan Thompson on Al Horford uh, has shut him down, uh, outplayed him in the last two games. Does that translate uh, to Beantown? And can some of these role players who have stepped up somewhat in these last two games, can they continue to do that on the road? You guys know role players tend to play better at home, right? So can one or two of these guys do it on the road? Uh, I don't know. We're going to find out in Game 5, as I mentioned in the post-game press conference, the Celtics don't have to win on the road. The Cavaliers do to win this series. So uh, Game 5, uh, I'm not calling it a must-win for the Cavaliers, but if they can get Game 5, uh, there's a good chance they can come back here to where Boston doesn't play well and wrap this thing up in, in 6. So we'll see what transpires. What is tonight? Monday, so Wednesday night in Boston. See, it's funny you say that, Kenny, because I think the best – shot for the Cavaliers is Game 7. They lose Game 5. Everything is still fine. They come back for Game 6. They would win that one because, look, Boston plays incredibly well at home, but they play poorly on the road. But now you'd be going back for Game 7 against LeBron James and suddenly maybe get a little bit jittery. LeBron and the Cavaliers have been there before. The Ca- That's one step the, Cav- the, the Celtics have not taken. I look at it as, well, if you lose Game 5, everything is still fine. Put it all on Game 7, and let's see if the Celtics can still play that level of basketball. I hear where you're coming from, but I want to go back to 07, guys, when the Cavs <laughs> were down 2-0 to the Detroit Pistons, and this was the first year uh, LeBron took the Cavaliers to the finals. They got swept, but they got there because down 2-0, they won four straight against the Detroit Pistons. He went into the Palace and threw up one of the most memorable games he's ever played and with 48 points, 25 straight, 29 of 30, whatever it was, right? And he used so much energy in that game. It was a double overtime win that he didn't have a, a full tank of gas left in the sixth game, but they were at home. And Booby Gibson, who was in the building tonight, uh, went off for 31, draining triples uh, here at Quicken Loans Arena in that game. So he's been through this before. The last, I think it's the last three times he's been down 2 0 or 2 1. He's come back to win that series. And I believe it's been in six games. So I'm just basing it off of past history uh, with LeBron James and how he goes about attacking that fifth game, which is, well, right now, the most important game in this series. And so we'll see if they're able to take the momentum from here in Cleveland to Boston and steal a game five. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, our buddy from WHBC in Cleveland, our man about town. You want to hear Browns? You want to hear Cavaliers and LeBron James talk? You want to see that pink and blue striped shirt he was wearing? It's our buddy, (laughs) Kenny Rhoda, at the Kenny Rhoda on Twitter. Hey, it was a good look, and I keep seeing highlights playing over and over. If you were getting residuals, you'd be a rich man by the end of the night. But, alas, that's not, not the case in this recording uh, no, world. <laughs> but you got screen time, and that's good. FaceTime is a wonderful thing. Uh, for Ty Lu, much, I guess, much maligned, I guess, would be the way to, to yeah. call it, uh, of his year, health issues, and, and his role kind of undefined. You know, when you, you talk to him and you see the, this comeback, these two games, LeBron James gets all the credit but you, you see the chess match and, and a little more from Thompson and some of these veteran guys. How much do you attribute that to, to Ty Lue or just these guys knowing it's game time? I think it's a combination of both, but he definitely deserves some credit. He was I was standing uh, just off to the side of the Cavaliers bench in the fourth quarter watching the game, and Ty Lue was going offense-defense. And if you notice throughout the game, whenever Al Horford was in there, 
Tristan Thompson was in there. Whenever Al Horford came out, uh, they tried to give Tristan a little breather because that's their best matchup against who in game one, after game one, I think it was Brad Stevens called uh, Al Horford the anchor of the offense. Well, uh, you know, they've been able to uh, take him, I don't want to say out of the game, but control him might be a, a little better way to describe it. And that's all about Tristan Thompson. That's about Ty Lue making the switch after game one. Uh, also, Kyle Korver going to the bench and using him against some of the second-team guys because he's not as athletic maybe as some of the, the first-team guys, the young guys with the pogo sticks for legs and that. So you got to give credit there. Some ATOs after timeout play calls that he's used that have been uh, uh, effective in creating baskets right after they take the timeout. So, yeah, Ty Lue deserves some credit in this, but – his biggest challenge now is trying to figure out, okay, how do we take, like we talked about earlier, how do we take some of this offensively and defensively on the road where we got spanked in games one and two? So uh, I, I want to wait more till after game five uh, to, to really give Ty a ton of credit, but he deserves some credit right now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Honestly, nobody does it better than we do. No. It's not... It's not saying anything but the truth. Nobody covers big games at night. No one does big moments better than we do. And it's funny because I'm thinking today going, you know, tonight, you are, you know, I'm thinking about how the show is going to lay out, and I'm going, all right, then we're going to probably have them speaking. It'll take us into 10 o'clock hour. And I, then I, you know, obviously the story today that uh, SmackDown is coming to Fox. Yes, sir. Fox paid a billion dollars to broadcast SmackDown for the next five years. And part of me was thinking, are we going to wind up like playing blocks of, you know, post SmackDown? Why wouldn't we wrestlers after it's over on Duh. Friday nights? Hey, Are you kidding me? It's going to be right? a Friday yeah. night show. We're in. It's I'm still to... real to me, damn it! I'm uh, still trying to figure out how the hell we get in. Yeah, we're going to cancel the World Series on Friday nights. How do how do we get to be part of the broadcast? We we belong there. Like would we say, hey, and uh, obviously SmackDown people still talking about Ronda Rousey's big win. Over Stephanie McMahon, let's listen to her as she met the media moments ago and talked about it. We're going to play like press conferences from her. I think we should. As Harmon hits you with the steel chair, <laughs> I, I really do believe there's a, a, a burgeoning industry for you and I to be in now that it's coming to the Fox family. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, we're Fox now. Are we going to have wrestlers like embrace debate? And do like speak for yourself type shows. They should. Are they, is that, that going to be part of it now? And we could be the, the ringmasters of all of this. I'm in. Let's oh, pitch, I, I, pitch I'd the love, shows. I could Let's be go. Mean Gene Oakland. I'd love to be able to do that. No, I, I want to be a manager. I'm oh, working on my persona. Yeah. You need a that, persona. That, now that it's coming to Fox, I need to find a job for Virgil. We need to get him out of the subways trying to sell photos and stuff. <laughs> we we need to get him back to a level of prominence. I mean, if matches if matches spill over, will they run at the end on Fox Business Channel? Will they, hey, you know, True TV's going to have to run this match because we're running over? Well, no, smack, it's going to be live. Nah, well, but, I think they're going to do it live. But SmackDown's going to be live. But we do it live, and it, if it runs over, it runs over. I mean, that that's the big thing. Are we going to see wrestlers on all kinds of Fox TV Don't shows? We should. All across the board? And, and there, they are, at the, the hotline there they are at the World Series? Here's Stone Cold Steve Austin on a very special episode of Legion. Like, is that going to happen? Why not? Everybody everywhere. All right. Crossovers. I'm just and, curious. And I'm just curious. I, en- I enjoy this immensely. Are you kidding me? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.